On today's episode of The Breakaway, we are joined by former Republic FC player Cameron Owasa to talk about his Open Cup experiences, how much this match matters, and a little bit of breakdown on the Republic in recent play. That's all coming up on today's episode of The Breakaway. If you haven't gotten your tickets, please, please do so now. Go to sacrepublicfc.com slash tickets. They're going fast, especially the great, great seats. Um, so I would head right now to sacrepublicfc.com slash tickets to grab yours today. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day and only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit VJBCellars.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. Calling all soccer fans, sports fans, and all of Sacramento. Join us at Heart Health Park Wednesday, May 25th as the Sacramento Republic FC host MLS side San Jose Earthquakes in the round of 16 of the U.S. Open Cup. So much on the line, $2 beers, great atmosphere, and one of the biggest games in Sacramento sports history. Let's go, Sacramento. Go to SacRepublicFC.com right now to grab your tickets to Wednesday's match. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting cbbank.com to learn more. Citizens Business Bank, member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Students advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Bandit in the box! Unbelievable strike! My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! Popular man on the podcast. Uh, the Has been on this podcast second most other than me, probably. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true or not. Uh, Cameron Iwasa. Cam, how are you, man? Thanks for uh, jumping on today. I'm doing well, yeah. This has got to be like my fourth or fifth time, I think. So um, let me check. Hang on, it's, it's up there. The numbers up. There. I think it's sixth. Six. All right. Well, even even better, I guess. Is it better? <laughs> well, you know, it just means <laughs> you're not. <laughs> uh, well, you've been to out to a couple matches. Uh, I imagine it's been a different experience. I know we've talked about it on different outlets. We did the Instagram live together. Uh, we've done keys of the match together. Um, what has it been like for you to, to experience it as a fan? It's been a lot of fun. Uh, the first game, I went to the home opener. That was a weird experience for me. I mean, just being back and not being in the locker room or on the field and in a jersey was a very, very odd experience. Uh, the number one thing I was saying is I've been to that field more times than I can count, and that's that was the first time in my life I've ever walked through the front gate. Um, so that was – Really weird to you know go through. I guess the normal fan experience, but um, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, those games are electric, and we pulled that win out. Uh, you know, against El Paso at home, which was huge. Speaking of El Paso, played them last night, lost in a one-nil uh, defeat. Um, 
And the thing that kept coming up, and I think that you can allude to as good as anybody, is going to El Paso, very tough place to play. Yeah, absolutely, uh, for a lot of different reasons. I mean, first and foremost, El Paso is just a really good side. Um, they were the best team in the in the league last year. Um, obviously, you know, playoffs are playoffs, and it didn't pan out for them there. But, you know, in the regular season, they were the best team, and it wasn't a fluke. Uh, they got a lot of guys that are back this year, so they still have that core. And so it's, you know, like I said, first and foremost, it's just a really good team. Uh, but secondly, it's a very hostile environment. The fans there are really passionate about their team, and, uh, you know, they'll heckle and whistle you and all this stuff to try to make you as uncomfortable as they can. And the other thing is, is just the, the field they play on is not, not ideal. I mean, it's another one of the baseball fields. Um, anytime you're playing on a baseball field, it's not great. Um, some are better than others, but, um, you know, it's never ideal. And that field, for whatever reason, the grass is always cut super, super short. Maybe that's just because that's the way they like to play. But it's super short, and in, in certain spots, it's almost just dirt. And uh, can can make it difficult to kind of get your first touchdown, um, especially just because it's different than what we are typically used to playing on. Um, and so I think that's another bit of an advantage for them at home is that, you know, they've gotten those reps and gotten accustomed to playing on that surface. Well, they're a team that started out like ice cold. Um, Rob McAllister said they were going to be one of the best teams in the West. They lost like three straight. And he was like, still like, don't, they're going to be fine. Don't worry about them. They have a new coach, a lot of new players, lost a few guys. And here they've come. I think they've won four straight now. They've beaten some good teams, including Sacramento. They just leapfrogged us in the standings last night. Um, so, you know, that's pretty typical for El Paso since they've been in the league. They've been one of the better teams. What is the baseball field side? How does that affect the sizing? How does that affect a striker's game plan going into a match? It's just tough because there's less space. And so it's typically um, the width that is affected more than anything. Oh. And so – that just means that the center backs and in, in the back line in general can kind of pack the box a little bit more. So it makes it harder to get service. Uh, there's less room out wide for the wingers and the outside backs to, to get that space, to get off a clean service. There's less space in the box because it's a little more condensed for a striker or, you know, attacking players in general to, to get that, that bit of space and, and be able to find the net. So just, all around, it just condenses things and it makes those chances harder to come by. And so you really got to take them when you get the chance. And we do see that they typically have a low scoring matches at that field, which makes sense. Uh, obviously, Sacramento gave up a goal in the second half last night. But, um, you know, we're, we're heading forward, moving towards Open Cup. <clears throat> excuse me. And you have obviously appeared in the Open Cup many different times. You've scored in the Open Cup. You know, it, how, does the, how are those games different from league games in terms of intensity? Um, it's just, it's just a different thing. The do or die mentality, you know, similar to a playoff game. It's, uh, you know, that it's one and done. And so that, that little bit of extra something, um, that little bit of desperation sets in, you know, at the end of a game, uh, you know, you'll see those games where the keepers in the box for a corner kick at the end of the game or whatever it may be to try to catch an, uh, catch an equalizer. And it's just, it's just different, man. It's, you know, tournament play is different and it's, it's fun uh, for us, especially getting the chance to go head to head with MLS sides, which obviously we get the chance uh, next week against San Jose. Um, so it's a little bit of a, of a showing to, to, for the guys on the team to say, Hey, you know, we're just as good as you. And we, you know, we probably belong to be playing on the same fields you're playing and against the same teams you're playing. And so, uh, you know, I think, when you know from my personal experience and i think in general teams in the usl take it personally when and you know really want to take their shot when they get to go up against the mls teams 
remind us what MLS teams have you played against in the Open Cup? Um, so my first year we played uh, at San Jose, and that was a heartbreaker. We were up two nothing and ended up losing in pens. That was 2015. 2016. Oh man, I'm struggling to remember 2016. Yeah. I I don't know why, but I can't remember who we who we ended up going out to then. 2018, when, uh, when the first year I was back, we ended up playing. Uh, was that San Jose again, or was that when we went to LA? I know that 2018, 2019, we played San Jose and LAFC. I don't remember which year was which. I think LAFC was 2018. That's what I think too. And then 2019 was San Jose. And those were, I mean, all of them were heartbreakers. We kind of dominated both of those games and, give, you know, kind of we gave up some late goals and ended up losing. But, you know, I, we gave them absolutely everything they could handle. So, like, you know, when you play an MLS team earlier on in rounds, before round of 16, even like the round of 32 and before that, a lot of times it's, you know, a lot of academy players, it's a lot of younger players, they bring their – if it's a MLS two team or a MLS Academy next MLS next team, they bring those players into play. Right. But I feel like a round of 16 is different, right? We're down to 16 teams. This is a chance to go to eight. And um, especially for a team like San Jose, who's not played very well in the uh, regular season, they've had some coaching changes. This is a big deal to them too. Right. So I'd imagine we're probably going to see their best players. Do you think that's probably the case? I would think so. And I mean, San Jose is starting to, you know, find a little form. They won last yeah. night, big game against Portland that they they pulled out. I think it was 3-2 is kind of a dramatic finish. Um, and I think with that, they said that that's, you know, three wins at home in a row for them. And so they're starting to find their form a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if that, if that form is uh, the same for them on the road. I haven't been keeping too close of tabs on them to this point. But I, I, I would agree. I think once you get to the round of 16, um, these teams can kind of smell – uh, that trophy, you're you know four wins away at this point, and so for that reason, I think teams are going to come out with their better teams. You know, to go back and reference years past, I think I, I do think it was 2018. We beat the, we beat the Sounders, which right. on paper it sounds great, but if you look at the roster they put out that day, it wasn't the Sounders. It was it was the you know the guys. It not you know it was their MLS players, but it was all the guys that hadn't played a ton and. It, you know, it certainly wasn't their best squad. And so um, it was still a big win for us. But, you know, the following the following round, we ended up going to LAFC and we literally played all of their best players minus Carlos Vela. He was the only guy that didn't play of their starters. And so um, and obviously he's a big piece, but, uh, you know, they gave us they gave us pretty much their best. And and we hung with them, at, you know, just they barely pulled it out on us. So uh, it took some special goals from them to to pull that one out how much is it going to be different for next wednesday i mean obviously you know it's in a very exciting game for for us here in sacramento right we get to host a team in the round of 16 um sacramento's never been beyond the round of 16 so it's an opportunity to make history in that aspect the fact that we're hosting a, a local pretty like local derby ish and um it's like it's like i said a, a late in the tournament game how is that going to change the atmosphere and do you think like that for, you know, for fans, it's going to be a bigger deal than, you know, a round of 64 game or whatever. Yeah, no, I think it makes a big difference. Um, you know, I, I referenced all those heartbreaks we've had in the round of 16. 
common theme there is they were all on the road. It was twice at San Jose and then at LAFC. And so that definitely makes a difference. I think the fact that we, you know, got the draw and or ended up with this game at home, it's huge. And I, I really hope all the fans understand how big of a game this is and how important this could be. So really hoping we get a packed house on Wednesday. I know it's always tough with the midweek games. People are working, people have things to do and it's a little bit harder to get out on, you know, on a midweek game. But I mean, if there's any week to, to, you know, kind of make some plans to make it happen, uh, this is the one for sure. It's going to be fun, man. I, I can't wait. Like the Phoenix game um, last, what was that last week, two weeks ago? Uh, uh, God, everything's blending together. Was, <laughs> was, uh, was one of the most fun games I've watched in a long time. I was locked in. Um, the team played well, obviously. There's obviously a little bit of rivalry. You know about that um, with Phoenix. So being able to take it to them a little bit in an elimination game, it, it felt good. And the team was probably played their most complete performance of the year. And going into next Wednesday, it's going to be even bigger. Um, we're doing everything we can to, to get the place sold out. Um, and I know fans have been sharing things and we appreciate that as well, but it's a big deal. It's one of the biggest games in, in club history. In all honesty, it's a big one for us. So chance to go to, to the, uh, to the round of eight. I don't know what I keep wanting to say elite eight, but I know that's not technically the term because Mark Manis has copyright on that, but, uh, it feels right. Doesn't it? Quarterfinal. Ah, there we go. Quarterfinal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't make sense to do round of eight. Um, Hey, you're going to be in attendance though, right? Absolutely. I'll be there. I believe we're doing some pregame stuff again. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I'll be ready for that. Uh, spend some time with you, hang out with Adam a little bit. That'll be a good time. Yeah. So no, uh, no, home, like, so Rob, Adam aren't calling the game because it's a ESPN plus game or uh, they have us open cup has the rights. So um, Adam will be uh, watching. We'll do a little keys to the match. We'll have some fun pregame. Um, and I think it'll be a, a fun crowd. We got us a lot of cool stuff coming. 5,000 rally towels, $2 beers, um, which I'm assuming as soon as we finish, you're going to hop find that's a way how, to that, right? That's how you get the fans out there. You go yeah. with cheap beers. <laughs> that's the way to do it, man. It's Wednesday. You might as well just call in sick to Thursday now. <laughs> I love that. Um, lastly, I wanted to uh, chat and, and, and talk to you a little bit about um, what the, what, what this, like we're, you know, we're, we're in May, we're about a third of the way, a little more than a third of the way through the season. When you're in a situation like San Jose is in where they play this weekend, they play midweek for the cup and they play that following weekend, a lot of games in a short period of time. We've seen Sacramento play well in that short period of time earlier, what, two weeks ago in that stretch. Is that an advantage or a disadvantage for Sacramento? I mean, it really depends. Um, you know, for a team like San Jose that is scrapping and fighting, I think, you know, if it, you'd have to – I'm not in that building, obviously, but you'd, if you ask them what's more important, trying to, you know, find your form and, and try to make the playoffs for the first time in I don't know how many years for them or an Open Cup run – it's, it's probably a tough decision because the Open Cup is here and now, right? Whereas, obviously, there's a lot of months left in the season to try to make the playoffs for them. But um, So it'll be interesting. You know, maybe they, maybe they don't prioritize the Open Cup and they're going to try to rest some guys and, and get some fresh legs for the weekend. So you really don't know what to expect. I, you know, um, for me, I, I hope they come out and try to give us their best shot because I truly believe that this team can hang with them. And I think it makes it that much more satisfying. Uh, to get a win, knowing that they they really tried for it. Um, but regardless, you know, it's kind of you know we've talked it's we talked about it before the Vegas game. It's like any team, regardless of whether they're putting out their their best guys, regardless of where they're from, whatever. Like every team is good enough now that they can come out and smack you in the mouth and, and shock you. So I think you know 
our guys got to be ready regardless of whether or not they're putting out their best 11 or they're putting out a team of reserves. It, it doesn't really matter at this point. You got to go out and you got to get that win and it's going to be intense regardless. Yeah. Elimination games are just the best. It's so, I mean, there's so much fun. Every moment is so vital. Um, I love it. I can't wait for next Wednesday. I got to ask you, what kind of fan are you now? Like, are you, what kind of fan are you like a, are you like a, you know, yell at the ref guy? I mean, you probably were like that as a player, but like, what kind of, are you a rowdy fan? Like, what's the, what's the, what, what's the go-to now? It's probably disappointing to hear, but I'm a very calm fan. You know, oh. I don't, I don't get very worked up about things. You know, I think I left that on the field, um, but I, I get pretty fired up whenever there's a good, uh, good passage of play from our team. And, um, you know, obviously when we score, you know, I get pretty excited, but I, I don't know. I'm not really much of a much of a yeller unless I'm like really locked in and in the zone, which pretty much only happened when I was actually playing. Makes sense. It makes sense. Have you talked to, uh, have you talked to any of the guys uh, who you played with last year on this year's team about how they're doing? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I've gotten to see them briefly, mostly when I'm, you know, at the games and stuff. And it's good to hear that things are going well. Um, you know, just trying to make sure guys stay healthy. Um, I know LaGrasa missed the last game with a little injury. Uh, Dougie is, Looking pretty good, um, you know, after his little ankle injury he had. And fortunately, the red card won't carry over to Open Cup. It'll right. be the game, so he'll still be available for Wednesday. And yeah. I'm sure Mark will probably run him into the ground knowing that he's not going to need him for the next uh, league match. So That's um, a good point. That yeah. changes a little bit of strategy there as far as, you know, trying to save legs or whatever. For sure. For sure. I'm in Sacramento. I don't think it doesn't have a game. They have not done a game until the 28th, so they can kind of go a full – Full boat if they have to um, on that game. Uh, I uh, I don't know how you don't yell like so. I, I I'm usually right by the fourth official most times, mm-hmm. and man, there are some times that I uh, I I have to really I have to really try to control myself. So I am like so you think that just like you're you're maybe your adrenaline's down a little bit, or you just like is that how you are when you like watch you know the Kings? It's definitely the fact that adrenaline is lower. Okay. Uh, you know, it's there's just absolutely no way to compare to actually playing the game outside of playing the game. You know, it's just you can't do it. Um, but I think a lot of it as far as like, you know, getting upset with the refs and things like that is like, I don't know. I just I feel like I've seen it all. I, I'm nothing. Nothing shocks me like any call, good or bad, like doesn't really surprise me at this point. So, um, you know, in to be honest with you, even with calls, even when I was on the field, I did my best to try to keep a level head. I was kind of typically tried to be the guy that was talking to the refs in like a normal matter. Cause typically they'll respond to you better that way. Um, if you're screaming at a guy, like it's pretty rare that he's going to be like, you know what? I get your point and you're right. Like if you go up and, and, you know, have a, a calm conversation, you're much more likely to convince him like, Hey, look, like I'm not going to scream at you, but like you got that one wrong and I'm letting you know, you got that one wrong and take a look at it at halftime or whatever. And like, you know, for that reason, I think refs are a lot more responsive to me as opposed to the guys that are, you know, losing their heads every single time there's a, there's a whistle. You know what I mean? There's a weird philosophy, right? And this is way off topic, but I love talking about this kind of stuff. There's a weird philosophy that some people have of like some guys ride officials thinking that they if that the philosophy is, is they if they always think they owe me a call, they'll give me calls. And then there's other guys kind of like what your mindset is, is like be nice to them and they will and I'll benefit from it. Um, so it's interesting hearing different people's opinions. Briggs is uh, clearly. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, the center can't really hear him most of the time. And so, you know, during 
it's just the fourth that has to deal with him. But yeah. on the field, obviously, like the guy who's actually pulling out the cards and stuff, like, you know, I've, I always tried to make sure that I was staying on his good side. And the other side of that is at least my thinking of it is if I did lose my head, typically the referees knew that, like, they yeah. did something wrong because I'm not the guy that's just going to scream at him. You know good what point. I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. So I don't know. It's, it, it's, I've seen it both ways. Like, there's yeah. guys that have good relationships with the refs and, you know, scream their heads off at him. It just kind of is what it is. And it's, I don't know. I was, I just, that was kind of the way that I played was I tried to be a little bit more, you know, keep it within. Um, and then, you know, every once in a while I'd lose it, but that was, <laughs> that was few and far between. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next Wednesday should be a blast uh, round of 16 open cup against San Jose, $2 beers, uh, which if you're going to come to a game, you might as well come to this one, right? $2 beers. I mean, beautiful. Doesn't get much better than that. Kamawasa, you'll be there. You'll be at the match hanging out. Uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for jumping on, brother. All right. Good talking to you, Connor. Our thanks to Cameron Awasa for jumping on the podcast. We, you will actually see him at the match on Wednesday. Him and Adam Moffat and I will all be doing keys to the match and be hanging out pregame. So come down, say hi, take a picture. He'll be enjoying beer, as I imagine most of you will as well. $2 beers and a great, great match coming up on Wednesday. If you haven't grabbed your tickets, please do so now. Go to sacrepublicfc.com slash tickets. As you know, this is a monster, monster game for the club. You aren't going to want to miss it. You can still grab your tickets today. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Another pod coming tomorrow, guys, as we get you ready for Wednesday. More Open Cup stuff coming on later this week. Stay locked to our socials. We'll have a lot of fun stuff happening. And uh, we hope to see you at the match on Wednesday. And as always, go Republic!